0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Alliance Performance Podcast, the podcast helping you to achieve high performance with purpose so that you can thrive at the highest level possible and have a positive impact on the world around you. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and today I am talking about the three choices that you can take every time you face a problem. Now it's no secret that problems are a regular occurrence in life, whether it is a situation we experience or a scenario that is problematic for us. The thing is with problems is that they're not going anywhere. (laughs) They are very much a normal part of life. So what we need to do is we need to actually change our perception and our belief systems surrounding problems if we want to overcome them. If we want to turn them into opportunities, if we want to go through life with inner peace and contentment, even when we are facing problems and challenges. So the thing that we need to actually do is we need to actually change our belief systems to embrace problems. Now, I know this sounds challenging and I know you're wondering, how can I embrace my problems and my challenges? Well, hear me out. Imagine someone who is trying to chase a life without any problems at all, right? Like if you actually didn't want any problems in life and you were to chase a life that is free of problems, imagine how dull, boring, safe and predictable that life would have to be for you to never have a problem again. Wouldn't that in itself be pretty undesirable in the first place? But at the same time, remember that it's actually problems that create the contrast, the opposite. So the highs, you know, the fulfillment, the reward, the happiness, the joy that people experience in life. That is the key thing to remember: is that everything works in contrasts and everything only exists. Because its opposite exists as well. So, if you want a life that has a lot of fulfillment, that has a lot of reward, then you've got to embrace the lows, so the problems, the disappointment, the fear, the sadness that comes with those highs as well. Just imagine a runner who has only ever won races in their entire lifetime. Now, know that probably has never happened before but let's just go hypothetical they're such a good runner that they've only ever won races every race they've entered they've won they've never experienced losing it will get to the point where winning becomes normal <laughs> they don't, they've they never experienced loss they've never experienced disappointment so they can't and they won't experience fulfillment reward excitement that much because every race they enter they win so it's just normal it's just mundane for them almost versus someone who has experienced problems with their running you know they've been injured they've had setbacks they've lost most of the races they've entered they've gone from being back of the pack to maybe being middle of the pack to coming close seconds and then finally, after years of work, they finally win their very first race. Just imagine how much reward and excitement that one win would be because it's contrasted from all of the losses and the disappointment versus the runner who's only ever won races in their entire lifetime. And that's where problems are a good thing. Problems are an opportunity to create so much more reward, to create so much more opportunity, to create so much more growth and excitement to come out of it. And that's the perspective that you want to take because that's how the universe works. Opposites opposites create existence of highs and lows. Light only exists because there is darkness. Sound only exists because there's silence. Matter only exists because there's space. Fulfillment and reward only exists because of disappointment and challenge. Now, going back to the person who wants a life without any problems, they're not gonna experience those highs That has to only come because of the lows. They'll experience a very mundane, flat-line experience of life. And that's not what you want either. So you want to change your perspective and actually embrace problems. Yes, it may be challenging at the time. But remember, in the big picture, it always serves us for the better. If we let it to. If we choose to make the most out of every problem that we face. And this is reflective of a growth mentality. So being empowered to make positive change, to turn problems into opportunities, and then also to be internally at peace and internally okay with challenges and problems versus someone who runs and defaults to a drama mentality when it comes to problems. So someone who may not realize that problems are actually... stepping stone to a higher level of being and a higher level of achievement they will resort to complaining seeing themselves as the victim exaggerating any problems that they have and this by default obviously is going to be way easier than taking a growth mentality of course it's easy to just sit there and complain why well it takes away responsibility doesn't it if you are a victim in a scenario, then you no longer have responsibility to change that scenario. You handball that responsibility to someone else. So it's easier to just sit there and complain and do nothing. At the same time, what does being a victim or complaining do? Well, it elicits more attention, generally. It elicits more sympathy, generally. And that serves people at the time. And that's why people run that pattern. Now, if you're someone who's always doing well, you know you're always um, hitting achievements. You're always in a really good place with life. At some point, that gets old for the people around you. But if you're someone who has severe, um, you know, problems, and you know you're a victim, then you will maintain the attention of people around you. And this this is the um, this is a very deep level of unconscious behavior to actually receive that benefit and it's often something that people do without even realizing but that's the reality you know if someone is going to be the victim in a problem they're going to receive more attention more sympathy and and that's going to serve them in that moment in time but today that's not what we're talking about today we're talking about how you can step into a growth mentality and turn your problems into opportunities while being internally at peace and the thing is as well with people who you know are facing big problems and have scenarios that are extremely challenging and problematic for them like i'm not saying that you need to suppress your emotions and that you're not allowed to be sad or disappointed that's not what i'm saying what i am saying is work through that first know experience that first like expressing emotions is an extremely important part of thriving in the big picture but after that working through it and then choosing which pathway to take you know which pill do you want to take the blue or the red one the growth mentality or the drama mentality and the thing is everyone has a right to complain you know everyone has a right to react to any problem any way that they want but the question is is that a resourceful way to think is it a resourceful way to act how's it working for you how's it working out that you're doing that is that fixing the problem for you are you actually able to overcome this problem or are you just, you know, getting attention and sympathy and you're not actually benefiting in the long term? It's up to you. You have a right to think and act however you want, but is it serving you? So that's the question that you want to ask yourself as well. Now, with problems, they can they can show up in so many different levels, like at the core, at the, um, you know, lowest, not lowest level, but at the most individual level it is problems that we experience within ourselves whether you're you're a runner and you've experienced injury whether you're not getting the results that you've wanted, whether you've had a bad race and by bad like that subjective it didn't turn out how you expected and how you wanted there's also problems in our immediate environment where maybe it doesn't feel like your own problem but at the end of the day you know i'll go into this in a moment Every problem is a me problem. Every problem does come back to us. Because if it's a problem for you, then it's still going to involve you. It's involving you. So maybe it's a friend, a colleague, a boss, an employee are acting in a way that is not sitting well with us. Or maybe they're acting in a way that is affecting the workplace or affecting something that then affects you. So it still becomes a you problem at the end of the day. Or maybe it's also a greater world problem as well. You know, like there are so many worldwide problems that are very complex, very multifactorial, um, such as major systems of injustice, such as sexism, racism, or carnism, which is something that you may or may not have heard of before. That is the discrimination against certain animals. So in certain countries, people will be happy to consume certain animals while others are protected and others are seen as pets. That is also a worldwide level of, you know, injustice or a worldwide level of uh, discrimination, right? You know, just look at Australia. There are certain animals like pigs, cows, chickens that are exempt from animal protection laws and they're fine to be slaughtered and eaten, and whereas pets like dogs and cats aren't. Yet just across a body of water in China, they'll be happy to also eat dogs and cats, which we think is incredibly insensitive. But then at the same time, in certain cultures as well, cows are protected because they're also super sacred. So it, it just comes down to our own perception. So when it comes to problems, they all come back to us because whether it is our own thing, like if we are injured from running or a colleague or um, someone around us is acting in a way that doesn't serve us or is problematic for us or it's a worldwide problem, at the end of the day, if it is a problem for you, if you are perceiving it as a problem and it doesn't sit right with you, then it still comes back to you because it's your response to that thing that is causing you that suffering. And it's very much often our response to problems that cause us more suffering than the actual problem in itself. So, going back to this carnism thing, you know, I'll use this as an example. For me, like I um, changed to a vegan lifestyle a year and a half ago. Now, before that, I never thought twice about it. I was a massive meat lover's girl, you know, loved a steak for date night. It was never a problem for me, so it wasn't a problem for me. <laughs> but then now, it hurts my soul and it, um, you know, it, it affects me emotionally to, to, to look into and see what's happening behind closed doors in agriculture. So it has now become a problem for me. Even though it is a worldwide thing, it still comes down to me because it's my perception and my response to the thing that is making it problematic for me. And the thing is, our perception and our response to anything is, at the end of the day, in our control you know we can choose to react in a certain way we can choose to respond in a certain way yes it takes challenge to it's, it's a challenging thing to control that sometimes but ultimately it is a subjective thing and that has been created through our entire lifetime of experiences and conditioning you know like um even my father like his father passed away not that long ago Um, and he you know he took it like a champ he um, chose to see it as a natural part of life and it's something that was yet to happen of course he still felt those emotions and he still had to grieve but he also chose to move forwards with that versus um, you know versus another scenario where someone may lose their parent and it's you know it's just a completely different reaction to it not saying what's right or wrong here, um, and not saying that you don't have a right to feel a certain way or anything like that. It's more your response is, at the end of the day, not a universal response, but it's your own response, right? So at the end of the day, you still have control depending on your perception or your belief system. It's kind of like what I was saying before if someone has a problem, it's it, the level of suffering that they experience to that problem depends on how they perceive that problem. Is that problem, um, is that problem really undesirable and it's like super inconvenient and it's like ruining their life? Or is it actually a stepping stone to become another opportunity? Is it a stepping stone to open a door to make something out of it? That exact um, scenario I was talking about at the start of this episode about how we perceive problems in the big scheme. All right, so when it comes to having a growth mentality, now we're just getting into those three choices. You ultimately have three choices to respond to any problem that you face. And this applies to anything, whether it's within you, around you, or worldwide. The three choices are you can change the problem. You can do something to change the changeable. You can remove yourself if it doesn't sit right with you or if you can't change or remove yourself then you need to accept the you need to accept the situation these are the three choices that are branches of that growth mentality yes you can resist yes you can complain but we're not going to focus on that because that isn't very resourceful or beneficial in the long term is it these three choices are the three questions you should ask yourself whenever you face a problem if you want to overcome that problem and come out you know better and come out of it um, with that internal peace. so firstly every time you face a problem ask yourself what can i do about this what would i like to do to change this scenario there's always something that you can do, even if it's someone else's behavior, even if it feels like it's outside of you, because if it's someone else's behavior, like an employee, for example, then as a boss, ask, what can I do to inspire them or encourage them or facilitate their, um, you know, their enthusiasm or for them to work harder? It's a two-way relationship, isn't it? It's push and pull. So, what can I still do for the employee to step up more? It's not just the employee's problem. Yes, the employee needs to take responsibility for their problem as well, but the boss still needs to do their part to facilitate the employee's growth and enthusiasm. If you are a, a runner and um, you know you've seen, like you've seen a, a fellow competitor cheating, that might not seem. Like it's your problem. But if you're being offended by, if you're triggered by this competitor cheating, then it ultimately is a you problem as well, because you're choosing to feel triggered, to feel offended by it, or to feel angry, whatever it is. So, what are you going to do about that? Are you going to speak with the competitor and maybe um, act in a way that will encourage them not to do that again? Are you going to yell at the competitor? Is that going to be resourceful in the long term? What can you still do to change the scenario? Maybe write a letter into the the race organization to prevent this from happening in the future. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to turn this problem into an opportunity? And with worldwide, worldwide scale problem, problems, um, you know, it can sometimes feel like one person can't really make a difference, and one person is helpless and is unable to change the world overnight and while that is true what can you still do to do your part to change that problem in the big picture you can still do your part and many people doing their part creates large scale change so every time you face a problem the first question you should ask yourself is what can i do about this what would i like to do about this now if it's a situation that you cannot change, you've done everything you can in your power, absolutely everything to change the scenario, but you you can't do any more. That's when you have the choice to remove yourself from that scenario. If you're if you're unhappy, you've done everything you can to change it, then remove yourself, you know. Once again, take that position of empowerment. You have a choice to stay or to remove yourself. Yes, it could be a complex decision, but it's a choice. So after weighing it up, what do you choose? And if you choose to stay, then remember that is the choice that you make. If you choose to remove yourself, then congratulations. you're, You're taking action to be empowered and to do something about the problem. Like, even, you know, through this pandemic, I've seen plenty of people who have been unhappy with how their particular state of Australia has been going with the pandemic. Um, Therefore, they've chosen to move states. So they've literally removed themselves from a situation that they couldn't change. Um, You know, they they couldn't change that because it was too large of a scale. They could do their part to, you know, reduce spread of the COVID, but they couldn't you know, influence the repeated lockdown, so they choose to remove themselves. Kudos to them. That's them taking responsibility and action for something that is problematic for them. Now, at the end of all of this, if there is a problem that you can't change, if you are unable to remove yourself from that scenario, then you've got one final choice. And it's not to complain, it's not to resist, it's not to kick up a tantrum, It is to accept it. Because what's the alternative? (laughs) What is the alternative? If you can't change or remove yourself, you can complain, you can resist, you can fight. But is that working out for you? Is that serving you? Versus accepting it deep down. And this is challenging because that doesn't necessarily mean that you agree with what the problem is. It doesn't necessarily mean that you need to actually (laughs) um yeah like agree with it and and change your values and change your belief systems that's different versus accepting it so i guess going back to the carnism example for me you know like being a a, a vegan in a world who in a world that isn't vegan you know in an omnivorous society I spent quite a few months at the start of my transitioning, fighting and resisting and questioning why this is the way it is and crying and being upset, but that wasn't serving anyone. It wasn't serving me because I was upset day to day. I felt shit. It wasn't serving um, you know the people around me because I was becoming one of those really preachy vegans and I was becoming very intolerant and unaccepting, so I wasn't really helping them, nor was I helping the animals because... I wasn't doing them any service by just wallowing in my emotions and not doing anything about it. So what I need to do now is just accept that this is the world that we live in. This is how it currently is. The key word currently. So I'm accepting it. I'm becoming at peace with that. Doesn't mean I agree with it, but what it means is I'm going to accept it and just surrender to the fact that this is the present moment. It's already in motion. I can't change that. But I can still do two things, the prior two options. I can change the scenario and and do my part bit by bit to create a positive change in this world and also to remove myself. So, you know, start up a vegan lifestyle where I don't eat meat and dairy, I don't partake and I don't contribute to those industries. So accepting it doesn't mean you need to agree with it, but you just let go of the resistance. So same goes for like lockdowns. Yes, it's suboptimal. Yes, it's affecting certain people more than others. Yes, it it's not great for so many reasons, right? But remember, what are you, you going to do about it? You can change yourself, remove yourself. If you're not going to do anything about it, just accept that this is what is happening. And then choose to do what you can to make the most out of this problem. So... With that, guys, three choices every time you have a problem: change it, remove yourself, or accept it. If you give yourself three these three choices every time you face a problem, you will be able to move through life with so much more, um, so much more empowerment. You'll be able to overcome problems, turn them into opportunities, make something out of every problem that you face, take the seat of responsibility, and actually go through the highs and lows of life with that inner contentment with that inner peace or the alternative do none of that be you know the victim complain do nothing about it and see how that works out for you all right guys thank you for listening to this episode i'll see you in the next one